Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Black at the Nation, and I'm joined by me, Primo Querido, from the Bronx, as always, cuz you know Rod, what's going on, my man. What is up? What is up? Black at the Nation podcast, people, we're here. We're here to give you the up-to-date news, and let's jump right in, Carlos. Let's do it. I'm ready to 20- go, man. 2023, bro, we're going to get some new rule changes. This is looking yes. wild, man. This is this is looking like this is going to be a whole <laughs> new ball game for players and for fans and for managers. Um, let's jump right in. Um, let's do it. I know you have talked about this in the past, bro. Uh, looks like that shift is going bye-bye. Give me yeah, your man. thoughts on this, man. This is wild. Yes, and, and at first glance, I'm you know a little bit upset. I'm like, okay, now you want to get rid of this shift after I'm done playing? You know, uh, <laughs> let me tell you this: I have to preface this whole entire. Uh, well, it's a hate relationship with the shift. I was going to say love and hate relationship. Actually, there is no love whatsoever. Uh, this is all hate. Uh, for me, it was extremely difficult, Rod. I mean, uh, when they right. started shifting me, they took away that hole between the first baseman. And the second baseman, that hole that was uh, traditionally there for me. And if you yeah. think about it, in a 500 at bat season, every base hit is two points. So, yeah. you know, 15 hits that, 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 that would have been were not anymore. You know, 15, that's 30 points in your batting average wow. in a, on a season where you take 500 plate, uh, official uh, plate appearances. Um, or actually at bats, right? At bats. Think about it. That's the difference between 230 and 260. The difference between, yeah. you know, 270 and 300. Um, and it's simply because of the way the bat, the defense was positioned. Now, I must say this. This shift, it's going to help certain type of hitters. And I was one of them. You know, we create certain angles when we swing. Um, and it's really hard for us to, since we've been grooving this way, since we, we were young, for us to change the way um, that swing has been ingrained throughout the years. Now, I understand that it was because of these angles that I was producing top spin ground balls on the pull side and the shift worked against me. I figured out later on in my career, you know, unfortunately towards the end of my career, that I could change the angle of my body and I could increase my chances of actually beating the shift and hitting the ball on the ground the other way. So right. it's going to help a certain type of hitters. You know, I'm thinking of a Joey Gallo. Um, I was thinking, thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. He was a guy that uh, this is going to benefit him a lot. Um, I think, like, especially me, I, I, I've, uh, you know, seen the Yankees play. You know, Gallo was here. He had a really, really tough time. 
Um, yeah. Felt bad for the guy because, you know, you could tell he was pressing. He really wanted to do well. And by pressing, he just struck out more. And you see how the shift was just, it was literally a wall. He was literally like hitting into a wall and, and nothing was going through. But, you know, you were talking about the points in terms of batting averages. So I'm assuming we're going to see batting averages across the league. I mean, jump up big time. So we might be seeing some of those old school numbers from the 90s and early 2000s. We see guys, a majority of guys maybe hit 300 or more as opposed to how it's been lately in, in, in baseball. Well, the, the reason why I said that it was going to help a certain kind of hitters is because the shift also produced a lot of, you know, people being out of position, balls that were hit into places that maybe fielders were not comfortable there and they couldn't make the play. There were a lot of broken mm -hmm. bats, uh, hits the other way that you're like, okay, what happened there? Man, if they were just playing straight up, that would have been an out. Um, so even though the shift has most definitely taken away a lot of hits, it has also given way to other types of hits. So I'm curious to see what the numbers are going to say. Um, it's, it's actually not going to help as much as we think uh, in oh. general, but right. there is a specific group that's going to be helped uh, yeah. tremendously. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, you know, I'm looking at uh, guys like Anthony Rizzo. You know, you see that batting average be lower. I know he's a he's a better hitter than that, you know, but yeah. because of the shift, every single time, Rod, that a left-handed hitter, you know, goes up to the pitch and kind of collapses a little bit and tops the ball, even though yeah. they have extreme exit velocities, there is just too many people playing in the right mm -hmm. side of the field. And it's a close throw to first base. Everything yeah. is working against those type of hitters, specifically left-handed. Um, we can think yeah. about, we could talk about Albert Pujols, you know, what that did to his um, batting average. When he went over to Anaheim, they started shifting him. They had a bunch of people playing uh, on yeah. the left side. There were so many hits that were taken away in that hole. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the best, Rod, uh, yeah, at so manipulating the bat and even beating the shift on purpose. Um, and even he got hurt towards, uh, well, not towards the end of his career, but the towards, um, you know, when, when he was in that huge contract with the Anaheim Angels, you know, you saw the batting average start to dip. Yeah. yeah. So it remains to be seen. I just think it's going to help certain players for sure. Overall, in general, the right. league may not see that huge of a difference in increase in base hits um, right. uh, as we think. But those left-handed hitters that collapse a little bit, that are power hitters uh, and are topping balls on the ground, those guys are going to get a ton of hits back. Do you see this benefiting like a guy like Bryce Harper? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean Bryce hits a lot of balls into that shift, you know, as well. And again, we're talking about really, really good hitters. And I'm going to yeah. tell you precisely what the mechanical flaw, let's say, that produces those top spinners on the ground, on the pole side, uh, it's when you attack a baseball and you feel like you're being rushed. Maybe you are slightly late. And what you do is you collapse slightly backwards trying to create space. Well, that sends the barrel up and you yeah. tend to top the ball. You hit the top of the ball. And what you see uh. is this high exit velocities, like absolute rockets. But because of defensive shifts, there is no way for it to get through. It's difficult for it to get through. It just doesn't have enough space there. 
Um, so that's when you get you those, say that. it's confusing. You're like, wow, great exit velocities. This guy's crushing the baseball. His batting average is, yeah. you know, 220. Well, it yeah. doesn't reflect how hard he's hitting the ball. So that's what I was against. I want hitters to get rewarded for hard hit, hard hit baseballs. Um, yes. And these lefties were getting crushed. These types of lefties were getting crushed. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because with Rizzo, when I was seeing a lot of these uh, Yankee games this year, the exact thing you said about him topping and then the swing going up. The minute you said that, I could just think about Rizzo at bats where he was doing that. And we know Anthony Rizzo is Anthony Rizzo. The guy can hit, you know what I mean? So to see his average be 223, 220, 219, I'm like, I'm like, that's not that's not Anthony Rizzo's game. The guy can hit, you know, he could he could hit for a higher average. So it'd be interesting to see, you're right, how the shift affects hitters and then obviously i know you know we talk about business side of it this is gonna affect contracts because you know if you tell me that you got a guy like gallo or rizzo you know what i mean guys who are who are kind of looking well rizzo just signed a contract he just re-up for two years but gallo's kind of looking for a contract if gallo has a has a decent year next year or maybe he puts up his points in terms of uh, uh hitting for average you know, that could spell well for him come contract time when he's asking for a contract. Rod, I'll tell you this, man. I remember going into a meeting after the season with Joel Madden and Andrew Friedman with the Rays, and they were saying, hey, do not be discouraged. I know that your betting average is not where you want it to be, but you led the league in hard-hit contact. And I'm like, are, are you going to pay me on hard-hit contact? <laughs> um, because, because that's the thing. Like, And the answer is like, no, that would be no. used against me. Um, even though we know that our one number one goal as a hitter is to hit the ball hard. That's the way it's been ever since we were three years old in the backyard. So yeah, the, the, the great thing is that I think it's going to be more, let's see from the fan perspective, let's forget yeah. the player's perspective. It's going to be a better game because guys are going to be playing in position, not out of bounds. Like I usually complain, right. like this guy's playing out of bounds, you know? Yeah. And there's going to be more defensive plays, a lot more action yeah, instead of that yeah. boring, you know, everybody on right field. And I it was, was very ugly. Play. I, I didn't like that. It was I ugly. It, it, was it was ugly, ugly looking. I'll tell you that. It was ugly. Right. And I'll tell this. Yeah. When I went up to bat, this is, the old, this is what I felt. It's like, my goodness, okay, I know that I'm not that good going the other way on the ground. I can hit in the air to the other yeah. way. But on the ground, is tough because of the angles I create. And then I look to right field. I'm like, wow, the only base hit that I have here is if I hit it over the wall. Are you kidding me? So that that just wow. tells you right there that, that, that how difficult it was to come up to the play and see that defensive shit. Yeah. But as a fan, yeah. I think it's going to force action. A lot more defensive plays. It's just a, yes. prettier, a prettier game, you know, a nice um, game. Yeah, with, it is. And in our sport, you know, baseball, people, for some reason, people tend to uh, um, discredit the athleticism that takes to play baseball. And I do believe you're right. We're going to see a lot more action in, around, you know, shortstop, second base, especially. We're going to get to see these awesome plays again because we got some really great um, uh, defensive infielders that, you know, that these styles of play in terms of the shift has taken away from them. So I think we, as fans watching the game, I think we're definitely going to enjoy it. We're going to mm-hmm. put an emphasis on web gems again because that's something that, Remember I, that? Like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> growing up, I mean, think about it. We would watch baseball tonight and it was about the, it was two things on, on baseball tonight. It was the, you know, gone segment and then the web gems. The web gems were beautiful. I, You know what I remember? I remember you and I, 
And Blavi, your, your your brother, we were there was a play. It was a Roberto Alomar play where he was with the with the uh, with the then Cleveland Indians, and he did a play where it looked like the ball went right by him, and the announcer was like, "Oh my God, it's went right by!" And then he turned around and threw the ball. I'm like, and and, and we were nuts. We're like, how in the heck did he make that play? Same thing with with, with a Roberto Alomar. Same oh, thing yeah. with like you know Derek Jeter making plays. Same thing with Anoma Garcia Pajara making plays. Like like these are things that that are just amazing. And I do feel like we we don't get that as much on a nightly basis. Um recently but now hopefully we get more of that and that makes the game exciting to watch whether you're watching it at the stadium or you're watching it at home the more eyes the game can get because of things that are not just home runs i think it's a better thing for the game in general yeah man look i can go on the shift all all day because it really i i i i am so passionate about this shift just pretty much yeah. giving me all this gray hair, you know, that I have right now. <laughs> so let's just move on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and look, we, you know, the bigger bases, I'll be quick on this yeah. one. The bigger bases is going to be pretty cool. Uh, they're going from, you know, 15 square inches to 18 square inches. Um, they're, you know, it's a shorter path for, for runners. But yeah. most important thing here is safety. Uh, we're going to see, you know, less collisions. And, hey, I mean, we, we want these stars on the field. You know, we want these stars yes, on the we field. We we, we want to uh, prevent, from, you know, unnecessary um, uh, accidents. So this this I think is going to have a great impact um, on. Quickly, that. Carlos, are there going to be more stolen bases because of this? You think? Well, I, I, we need to move to the next. You know, we, we got to get to the pitch timer <laughs> because yes, yeah, I, I because, yeah. because I, I love that you said that because it's a perfect segue, right? So we got the bigger bases, yes. it's the shorter path. You know, runners are going to be able to slide. Um, and have more access to uh, safe territory when they, you know, they right. touch the base. Um, right. And then we're going to combine it with this pitch clock, pitch timer, pitch timer, officially called yes. um, 15 seconds when the bases are empty, 20 seconds with runners on base. <clears throat> now think about this. You, you know, if, I, if I'm a runner, we always steal off the pitcher. Remember, we don't steal off the catcher. We steal off the pitcher. If the pitcher is slow to the plate, we can steal. Like I would be able to steal – and I knew which uh, uh, pitchers I could do it on, depending on how quick they were to the plate. Uh, and I wasn't a base dealer. When you're thinking about the 20 seconds with runners uh, on base, it does kind of give you an advantage as a runner to say he has to go home, you know. But the coolest thing about this all is that the pitcher can only disengage the mound twice per at bat. So he can only throw the first rod twice per wow. at bat if he throws a third time he better get him out or is an automatic go to second base oh, so man a hundred percent a hundred percent we're gonna see a lot more stolen bases i wouldn't wow. be surprised if we get back to those times where you have you know a 60 plus stolen bases 70 wow. 100 why because guys are going to be so much more aggressive um on the bases because of this uh combination we might be seeing some numbers. Maybe we might be seeing thirty thirty guys show up again in baseball. That might be that might be a, be a thing after this whole thing uh, starts up. Well, why not take advantage of the opportunity, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's right there. And um, yes. so I, I I really like what MLB is doing. You know, yeah. uh, trying to just be proactive about uh, trying to bring a better product to the field, not make it. They're forcing action, Rod. And as a fan, you want action. Yes. You don't want you to want sit that, around yeah. and see a guy oh. throw to first base five, seven times. 
you know, and you're like, yeah. come on, man, throw home. A lot of these guys yeah. used to throw to first base just because they needed a breather and they were confused yes. and, as to when to throw to, to home plate. Mm-hmm. One last thing I'll say about uh, the, the rule changes, the pitch timer, man. It's advantage pitcher 100%. Think about mm. this. It takes for a hitter to be able to erase the previous pitch or the effect of the previous pitch around 18 to 20 seconds if you're intentional about it. There is a, wow. There's a neurological imprint that is made in your mind, a visual hold as well that pitchers are going to be able to use to their advantage if they are smart, um, they can. So if you throw me a changeup, and I, I, in my mind, I'm like, wow, I was ahead of it. I have to stay back. Come on, slow it down, slow it down. I mean, and you throw a pitch right away within 15 seconds, that slow down mindset is going to be yeah. there. So when you throw the fastball, the propensity of me being late on it is greater. So watch right. out for that. I'm, I'm really curious to see the, how much better the timer will be. Yes. The timer's going to get in guys' heads. It really is, especially, like you said, hitters that kind of know what they're doing up there. But at the same time, if you have a pitcher that's smart, that knows how to outsmart the hitter, they'll figure that out, especially when you get a guy like a, like a Nesta Cortez who does the movement thing or, or, or Johnny Cueto who does the same thing. That's going to play a big part. And you're right. That is going to be advantage. Now, real quick before we get off of this, the other thing um, that we talked about uh, was the hitter. Um, the hitter, I believe, gets um, eight seconds uh to get back into the batter's box i believe isn't that isn't that correct carlos yeah man that's that's too fast bro like like if you ask me um this this is the way it's gonna go if you if the clock has eight seconds left right if the timer has eight seconds left you better be in the box again the hitter is gonna feel rushed and i know for me (laughs) man that was that was horrible i used to take my time as a matter of fact i think this rule entire thing about getting back in the box was created because of me like, man, this guy takes a, <laughs> takes the whole entire day. It's like, hey, man, it's my at-bat. I do whatever I want with it. So, so yeah, so it's going to mess with some hitters. Carlos Casal takes out his phone, starts texting. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, get the food ready, da-da-da, yeah. Comes out, da-da-da, comes out. Hey, starts reading a passage from Greatest Salesman of the World, goes back to the baddest Oh, box. but even, but even, brother, but even. Take my time. It's my AB, not yours. And I used to dominate oh, my that. That's God. I used to try to dominate. That's funny. That's but, funny. Um, That's funny. Rod, we got a question of the day. Uh, it's coming from yeah. Minnesota, right? I mean, let's go to it. Yeah, it's coming from uh, – we have a question today from Pedro from Minnesota. He says, Carlos, uh, I play first base on my high school team, but uh, I've been having trouble scooping up the ball in front of me. What do I do to uh, uh, get better at that? What advice can you do to help me out? All right, man. Thank you so much for the question, question Pedro. Um, look – Obviously, preparation, you know, preparation. And I'm going to tell you a, a couple of things. You know, there's a couple of drills that you could obviously do. And I'll make sure that um, through, you know, if, if you wrote into RIG, I'll send you some of these drills. But there are some scooping drills. And the idea is do you want to make sure that you're out in front, right, out in front and picking the ball out in front at all times and not waiting uh, back for the long hop. Try to get that short hop out in front. So when I say preparation, I say that in two ways. One of them is this, you have to go out there and practice, right? So repetition, repetition, backhand, forehand, out in front at all the times, trying to get that short hop. However, when I say preparation, I also mean I need you to expect the bad throw. Expect the bad throw. See, bad first basemen go out there 
they, there's a ground ball. They go to first base. They stand on first base, and they're like, okay, expecting the throw. They're expecting a good throw. I'm expecting right. to throw right at my chest. Wrong. You know, and then they're surprised when there's something on the dirt. I'm like, oh, oh, man, it's on the dirt. And now you're not ready. You're not prepared. So when you play first base, you have to do the opposite. You have to be expecting the bad throw and be surprised by a good one. You got to be like, come on, yeah. throw. You got to want the bad throw. Um, and, and that's part of preparation. And then be pleasantly surprised when the ball is thrown right at your chest. Okay. Right. So that's what I'm talking about preparation. So I'm going to send um, Pedro some, 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 of, uh, some of the drills that I used to do. Um, and I'll answer uh, through IG um, and, and I'll do that. But for the listeners and, and viewers out there, it's trying to scoop that ball out in front and not let it get too deep. You want to get the short hop out in front and always that wrist angle. You want that wrist angle to be able to smother the ball out in front of yeah. you. Okay. And yeah, and I, I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, I saw Anthony Rizzo this year, the difference in oh, terms of how yeah. him, like he, he prevented, I don't know how many errors scooping up balls. And you're right. You could tell it was about, it is about being prepared for the bad throw more than it is expecting a solid throw to your chest. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it, it's, it's getting ready. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's so key. And it, it changed my, it's changed my career defensively when I started doing that. Um, and and uh, I learned that early on, you know, early on when I got to the big leagues, one of the, I, I didn't even get nervous when I went up to bat, but my goodness, when right. I got to the big leagues defensively, I got nervous. And I, I talked to Harvey Dorfman. Okay. Harvey Dorfman was the first, you know, sports psychologist, you know, to be out there in baseball, just a, a pioneer. Um, you know, may, 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 may he rest in peace. He passed a few years ago. Um, look, man, he told me, you have to be ready for the worst. And then when something happens, it's like, oh, this is actually better than I expected. Um, yeah. and, and that mentality really helped me become a, a real good defender. You know, I was able to win a, a gold glove in 2008. Um, I, 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 I should say, you know, humility aside, I should have had more gold gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was one of the things they always said about you. They said that you were you were a good you were a really good hitter, but your glove was the thing that really made made you shine. And this and this is it's true. Well I appreciate it. I took a lot of pride. So for Pedro, Pedro, preparation man. Preparation. You have to go out there and practice. Smother those balls out in front. I'll send you some drills um via IG. Uh, we're going to do more of that, too, uh, even yeah. here. See if we can post some of these things out there so that you, you guys can benefit from it. And uh, the preparation of mind, right? You have to be prepared, with, which, which immediately leads me to the quote of the day, Rod. The quote yes. of the day. This is excellent, man. I'm, 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 I'm glad that Pedro asked the question because uh, this uh, gives us a great introduction to a quote that's attributed to Roman philosopher Seneca. Um, he says that luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity think about that right. luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity that is absolutely awesome sometimes you know I, i'm pretty sure pedro uh, uh picks some balls you're like oh my god that, that was that was lucky but no it, it, things like that happen because you've been preparing so when the opportunity presents itself you you seize it you seize right. it I, I hate it when we be like, man, I'm, I'm just, you know, my, my, my luck, I don't have good luck. I don't have less prepare 
in everything yes. we do. Okay, because opportunity will present itself at some point or another or another uh, doors will open um, and we have to be ready to seize those opportunities. The only way to be ready is preparing on a daily basis. You prepare, you prepare, you prepare. You don't see opportunities. You don't see a door open anywhere. You don't see which way the thing that you want to happen will happen but you're still preparing, you're still working, you're still studying, you're still getting education, you're still taking this course, you're still reading this book, you're still exercising, you're still working out. And you're like, I don't see uh, where this is gonna work, how it's gonna work, but one day when that door opens, you better be ready. And the only yeah. thing um, that, that, that will define the outcome is if you're prepared or not. Do not yeah. get caught you know, without being ready. And, and, you know, one of my buddies jokingly says, hey, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Absolutely. So uh, preparation. <laughs> That's awesome. Preparation. I mean, you know, that that quote, and, and it's fitting, with especially with the with the question from Pedro about, you know, and, and what you said too about it's, it's, it's being prepared for the bad throw, the errant throw. And I think I liken it to, like, I'm a, I'm a space guy. I love space stuff and astronauts and all that. And in NASA, in, in NASA, they train um, astronauts for everything. So you may be an engineer, but they'll train you how to be a pilot. They'll train you to do all these things because in NASA, the mentality is we're going to prepare the astronaut for every type of uh, duty that's in that's there. Because think about it. When you're in space, it's just you and maybe three other astronauts. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, you're you're it's not like if you can call a tow truck, hey, listen, my spaceship is down, you gotta come and get me. No, no, no. You're gonna have to go outside and do the repairs yourself. So it's all about, like you said, preparation. You have to be prepared. And this goes for every aspect in life, whether you're in school, whether you're at work, whether you're even at home. It's about preparing yourself. And it's not to say that we're hoping bad things happen. Of course not. When we're at first base, we hope that throw comes to our chest. But yeah. we should also be prepared to scoop that ball, pick it out of the dirt, because there's a high likelihood that it probably will. You know, so I definitely think that that quote of the day is super fitting with I think the overall topic that we went with today, rule changes, and it is about now players preparing themselves mentally and physically for what's to come next year. Because I think. This is going to be exciting. This could be uh, one of the big things oh, yeah. that could oh, yeah. draw more eyeballs to watching the game of baseball. I'm pumped up about it, Rod. Yeah. And uh, I do yes, remember I you being you, you, you used to love astronauts when you were younger. So, But, hey, man, um, awesome, awesome show today. Um, thank you Definitely. so much for joining us. And we cannot wait uh, to have you once again for our next episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was edifying for you. And, uh, and fun. So thanks for joining us. And until next time, um, here on Plaque at the Nation, we look forward to it. Peace. Plaque at the Nation out. Peace out. Let's go. Woo. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.